and she reminded him of some of the tools of coping he'd forgotten, and while he didn't need coping now, he thought he might, and might remember, and if anything it was that, and her smile and they carried on about the place, and, well about the place and what it was for and for whom and why indeed and however and so and so about who the guy was walking, and then about the drawings on the walls they were passing, and the variety of colors which were always just on the sides of them as they passed through each space. Things were indeed warm at this moment, and he looked at her again, this time with familiarity and friendship, and was hopeful they could stay together for some time more, and that they'd discover this place and see it in the new light, and carry each other on in conversation and fluidity and that it would be good for the pair of them. If you'd like, was her verbal response to his nonverbal reckoning. It's more and more like yourself the more you put into it, you'll find that, and it'll find you, and bit more at a time while we're all comfortable, and that's the idea she smiled jokingly. The idea she repeated it's just that's the point of this place. Two of you, the idea. Welcome to level K. We're off to a good start, I thought you might, and here we are. Fab. If you have any more, I'm keen to listen she listened. Hear that warble up ahead? That's you. We'd best keep be walking while it's still an idea and she took his hand, perhaps warmed by the coffee, but very likely by the idea of a place to have something, and hold it gently, and that wasn't the artificial sweetener talking. This place was a good idea, and he smiled to himself as gently as she touched his fingers, and carried himself up a bit with her, to the level, as it lit up and fired and the visuals became deeper and he even touched the walls sometimes and they glowed and he looked at her and she glowed, and it was pretty damn magical for this time of a lifetime to discover her in such a place, and so they flowed into it, and it flowed, and when they stopped, it still happened around them, and when then moved, there was a bit of zippiness, but it stayed with them. Well, we've reached 88 lines of code she stamped her feet gently as he just noticed her light shoes for the first time you know that's your little joke, and it's time for punch up punch tape light conversation. Here let's put on a bit of music. Thanks for the idea. The music came on and they smiled and continued on to walk and silently talk a bit, observing the synapses which fired in the vision which appeared on the walls, and it was fine and on and on they wanted to go. Which was a good start. I have a little joke too. He finally said out loud. Oh? You were fired. And he dove into her and kissed her everywhere at once illuminating the entire place with a spark which went off into every direction, just for a second, which seemed like the life and worth living for the instant and a lifetime, and instantaneously it was and is. At just a little synaptic joke, he grinned at her. She was still lit up and look at her arms, throw back she grinned, and welcome to the happenings of haptics. You have made a great egg drop butter stop drop on. That's funny coming from you. The next one's better. And it was, and was again, and again. And they fired each synapse they chose, and sparked with love at each quarter of an idea that made them look at each other, in their eyes, or eyes to any part that needed sparking, and they understood, for that was this place, and they continued and met each other and stayed themselves of course, and sometimes carried each other on in lighter conversation, or as they overheard the walls talking to them, and then they would suddenly smile and it would happen again. They banged on the brain walls just for the fun of it, and fell over as they were toppled about, and onto each other. And that made them laugh more and they rolled around and stayed here and there for a bit more each time, 
and sometimes they ran, if it was their choosing. And sometimes they posed and talked about the art which should be here and over there and sometimes they saved each other from a doldrum of underthinking, or over non-participating, and they had now and continued to begin, and know they had always been with each other, as electrics. And electrics didn't falter. Not here in this purity of space, and space gap they fired it, and fired it again. And rang a bell and kicked the walls and made it jump and they tuned an orchestral of sound, and it rang through the chambers, and they found the corner of this place, and would create anything they wished for a time and time again, which they found with each and again too. And it was good. Dash. The preceded oracle at modis are built and maintained for the inspirational inspired set of living juxtapositional elements which bring rocks to the ocean and women into fluffy places where cuddly was in fact, invented. Maintained with jester lews of material speculatory, we shine on the dark horribly bits for two and a half feet of tubing with the heat meant just for the now and now again, as needed. Take two. Aqua Q. Chattering deep into the light bright webbings of patterned feet is. This podcast, brought to you on the Anchor.fm platform from the labs of AquaQ, Anchor.fm is available. For iOS and Android, brings a free and clear interface for your podcast creator genius with royalty-free music and sound effects that make you sound from the Radiophonic Workshop with segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so deserve. Available everywhere podcasts are free. Just do the queue. Miranda was in her lawful office, the kind that's just right, or right justified. She was an author, as well as reviewing other people's works for publishing. Today was Thursday, and her stack included literature on extraterrestrials, a novel, and a pocketbook about knitting hooks. She took the novel to her study, which was more like, well, it was more like the kitchen counter in her brightly lit apartment, with a cutting board where she had an avocado and turned some pages. Intriguing pocket watches. Time and materials on this one. Maybe out for a coffee. She stashed the book into her baffled bag of trick-or-treats and scuffled out the door in a slightly woolly blue dress. She passed Jelly in the street on the way to the shop. He tipped his hat and said the boss would love to buy her a cup, and to dig into the tips jar on his behalf if he'd already left. She was used to that. She used to work for him too in this very coffee shop, as she rounded the corner and walked inside. His hat was on. Pleased you made the mark. What is the news in publishing today? A wistful and couch fodder for later, and a bit of telephone booth changing for this one. Her paperback flapped from her oversized bag. Oh good, the store needs a bestseller this year. They get one every year, she said. Oh yes. You do. They both smiled. She cheersed him with her cup, and slammed back the hot mess, and as her head tipped, so did her chair, and off. And backwards she fell, banging her head on the side of the fireplace on her way down to the furry bear carpet rug on the floor. Oops. Passed out was she. But conscious too. She was standing over there. Looking down. Oh my. Not again. She grabbed her bag and ran out, leaving her body behind. There were ambulances coming. They'd sort her out. She had to get to the shop up the hill and tell Mac about it. Or was it a dream? She looked back.
If you have any questions about this nonsense, do message us at anchor.fm slash aquaqlabs and you'll leave us a message so that we can bring your voice into the lab and chatter. Until next time. Love from AquaQ. No one tells time like the present. If you had to be there, then why weren't you? I had a fair. But I came clean. How can I be talking to myself, if you can hear me? She wouldn't give me the time of day, so I tried later. The funny bone is not actually a bone. How is that funny? I think Jesus has body self-image issues. If superstitious were normal, it'd just be barring stitious. Trying not to think about it seems at odds with its intention. I saw stacked Colette at the copy machine. Was I seeing double? Or was she collating? Does Chewie get granola bar royalties? I left the internet on last night. Man that was expensive. Do opposable thumbs, argue? The COVID vaccines are divided. Together they're called sarcasm a eh, doc? You either have crickets, or neon. Except you get to choose neon. You know he this one cried all the way home? Too long if in out shopping. Particle physics of the said, actionable towards a completeness towards the next and forward balanced and fluidity, we find our soft sun radiant and the just and enough let, atmospherically, to bounce also towards the reflection of mass particles in a solar of systems, we find. It's just so, and happens, that what we utilize is what we present for another and another forth and hence, as measured to be signaled and proposed to be delivered just. It was an odd day, today, for some of a new worm on a faraway planet, where a dirt speck presented as a vision, delivered across space as color towards material, where our characters finds just enough space to perhaps crawl, or perhaps just an end of what? The economy for this fair creature is dependent on dependent and the free living which is balanced towards the belief of a continuation of a happy living. Sadly, this speck on perhaps the nine planet is justly not found, and our worm as idea in space narrow mentions his narrow desire for ground consumption from a perhaps planet of the toggled belief in such a nomenclature, and here the bird must have which again was not its purpose, except to follow a belief of said creature need to look up and discover to be a meeting. It's the plain girls. So here we have, where I probably a normal kind and kind towards a quotation because of our spinning popular, and heart towards mass in Russia from the beginning of the age too.
versus actual livability. There was a singular of containment, that which proceeds for the next, and as Heisenberg is aware, half the time, observability of a shedding of material, is not quite chaos, again, and these elements should ne'er exist in containment anyway. And that's a little play on containment, due to elemental physics that their atomic should be contained as other elements, and not the so on. Of surprise. We've said all these things, as known, and as brief and yet the observation of opposition is so external, from internal, that shedding occurs as an instance of rediscovery. Dash. Memory is an odd placement of the many in the chemicals which operate polymorphically, to, ingest balance and rebalance of rate of protective cytoplasm, and as well the pan-galactic is oddly like a gold brick, smashed, and hence with the temporal of pain and swelling. sitting with Maggie in front of Katua Kitchen. Maggie, what do you have to share with us? Hello. I'm a Katua kid, so I guess I grew up in Katua and had a lot of great experiences. It's like my, part of my favorite part of my childhood. And we learned so Beep, you're listening to Radio 11 Archive captured Monday, June 7th and 2200 hours. This is the voice of AquaQ. And forwards until cereal comes out of your nose, alphabet style. Now this.
Gas ink to your agent is loaded, it's especially fair and damp today, just slide it on for a trial, we'll ultra shock it off later, well, we'll try, the last time they side loaded an agent on me was 2 weeks ago, and it's still sticky around the ankles, toes are a bit doughy too, it was also well known that the staff had been messing with the programs, hot was cold, up was sideways, it was a right bollocks, the intention was unclear but the effect was lord of the rings, meets Pee Wee Herman in a nightclub disco deck, with boots, a dinner dress, and a quart of petrol to last the night, you had to stay busy or the body program kicked in and started rewriting everything, it was 5am and Peru was rising, a tone chimed, it was Tuesday morning in the West Bank, and the street merchants were setting up for the bazaar, Hakmek put up his wares and wandered across the street to the newsstand, not gonna buy today's paper, Jellish, it's filled with lies and the ads are too expensive, Jason blinked, that was his name, Mr. H had begun calling him Jellish after a peanut butter mishap, three years ago, everybody knew Creamy was bullshit, the paper was expensive to run since the owner lived well in his accounts, securities I think he called it, the editor too lived strong with a mind to argue the cost of freedom, I guess it was 35 cents, and a hot chocolate at the corner cafe where they cased the town for stories, Hackmeck wandered over for a cup, the sign tilted just a bit as he walked into the sunny dungeon pies and other morsely treatable owls and amenables, he had 35 cents. He walked in, stippled lip from a slight shaving accident, and tossed his 35 cents into the tip jar. Careful with that, fella, he said. You could buy a paper with that. Frog, the editor just smiled as he usually does when he's being bullied or getting ready to trim his toenails. This time was both. Not in the coffee shop, man, don't forget what happens to dead cellular phones. They get recycled as little girls' tricycles. Well, that's all right, Hackmeck, ill buy one for your family next time you've got a date with Lillary. She wrote me the other day. Dear editor. She's always so formal. Yes, Lillary was a peach and liked getting into the vertical columns on the paper, sideways. Extra extra. So the coffee tariffs are up again, eh old man? Surprised to see you so spend thrift at the till. Oh that's for the tables. It's a bizarre banquet from the street festival tonight. Lights action superstars. Indeed, the narrative had been left justified for 75p in last week's paper by another secret admirer of the bazaar, they sent a basket of baskets filled with gaskets, that's got to be something clever. What's clever? Frog asked. Weird I was just thinking to myself, it must be the coffee. You didn't have any. Oh that must be why then too, much of a non-creamed thing. It's time to get over to Peru. Get me the phone. Send us a message at Anchor FM slash AquaQ Labs and tell us what you want to hear. It's April 20th, 2020, and this is AquaQ Labs C3W. Chattering deep into the light, bright webbings of patterned feet is this podcast brought to you on the Anchor.fm platform from the labs of AquaQ. Anchor.fm is available for iOS and Android, brings a free and clear interface for your podcast creator genius with royalty free music and sound effects. That make you sound from the Radiophonic Workshop, with segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so deserve. Available everywhere podcasts are free. Just do the queue. The story of our energetic twisteries of all dot cues that, on a Thursday, no less, is more. Day became night as was the middle ground of the evening and carried on. As he was in normality, his brain jiggled just with the bits of telephonery which was perhaps a call yet to be answered. And so it rang. Ring. 
The switchboard was dusty in a corner part of town in which the operator sat. Near plugs and near disrepair for the facts of conversations on blocks which hummed alongside each other from house to house and with the banks of women who managed our heavenly connection towards and about each other and for the days past and nights set to come, and even the idling where young women spun loose a cord of wire on their beds, to dream of being old to be young again, and to spend the nights about it all and dance and find their love and art and all the while draw from dreams we shared, and share through voice on this. These copper metals, found not so long ago in the fires of community minerals, worn gently as gifts and for the art of it all, she spoke, as in the bicycle she stowed for her remembrance of childhood, and the promise of her perpetual remainder in the pursuit of such a skill to ride. It wasn't all in the letter, it was more in his character, you know, his language, as in well-versed and, well, how's things picking up for you? Slash slash. Miranda sat with her notebook, open to page 11, with our friends the EGS pondering away at her now poetry as she stammered for a continuation of the verse. Her television was on pause, taped earlier, and frozen and still life was the static jumps of the magnetic heads which bore efforts to grip around taped heads with a taut calibration which was the expectation of motion. She picked up the phone and dialed by stored memory. CHLLNK. Q's hand reached over to dim the light and picked up the receiver, and answered in his usual way, which was not to speak but just listen. Miranda by way of her nature chose to make calls in the same fashion, fashion after the idea that an operator would introduce them to her. She waited and they both sat, with silent electric slit from edgy retrospect. Well you could at least. Hello freedom. I imagined it was you. Good thinking using land. It's all up in the air these days, eh? She grinned, and see. By the way, still in and about, are we? Up for anything or am I still taking notes? Well how are the little guys? Still taking up poetry? Got a bit of life on the marginal edge of justified rule, eh? They are sleeping. I think the theater blew their mind or something. I think we went overboard, as in overshot the ark, eh? I think they'll be alright, but they're on my mind. You know how that works she thought about Geneva, and picked up a cookie. Q thought about the EGS and imagined them tucked into their paper beds, shielded by the pulpy puppets of their own artistry and fractal dynamics. They ran on whatever cycle was available, as in a sine wave, but Miranda noted how well they adapted to her cadence of rest and dark emotion. It was their nature to survive, and even though she worried about their well-being, she didn't want to run them unnecessarily, and so they rested on that desire. Miranda too had adjusted, in part because of the year-long project to get these guys, and moreover for the needs of the immediate, as now adaptation had introduced her to paths not yet traveled. She clicked on the stereo and hung with Q, on the curved wire which doubled in length as they found each other in the middle of their circle, at once and more. Is it me? Came the silence in electrics. Grappling. Whenever you pick up this phone it rings in my head. Music blade? Characters typed the teletype from a history of the copper, wired up as a memory. What is it you want me to say? Is it what you want? Is that us? How are we? Still, from side to side, together and left, apart or in our mind's eye, frayed in sunshine like the iris of triangles you wrote me about today? 
He glanced around as if to ask somebody else, and they looked, as they always do and he looked back to find her, while she turned simultaneously towards and away him and on and around they searched for the bit to find each other, quite literally that bit which is always on and on and about origin. So she spoke, you know you're not allowed to do that to me, I mean you are, but, you know, I can't handle the correlation with this many people on the wire. How can we think or know anything about anything if the line gets hijacked as in those lunatics with the chemicals to seep around the glassier parts of our eyes? Silence. Well I say silence. There was an actual amount of incredible silence on the line, that is the natural background of the universe, with the only solid connection at the end points of our defunct pack bell. Put that aside was her voice. The background is just like the film we watched. It changes to match the foreground, and if you stare into it, it'll change the foreground too, you know that. You're writing in both dimensions he worried for a second. Well that hurts, he tried to grin, as in the cycle, and exactly 11 times 22 plus 20, that's middle C. I've been studying about circles. They've got me spinning, and not in the predictable benefit of ways, you know. I'm hungry, Miranda blurted. Of all the things. Well materially speaking, my gut feel is a little overloaded on chocolate. Here let me put you on hold. She put the receiver onto her speaker and it played some light dance techno from the 90s into Q's ear. He got up and walked around too, with the telephone to his ear, and his eyes around and about the place, as he was out of it a bit, and out of time, and his desire to continue to create was impeded like this copper wire with more than enough electricity to keep the circuit, but near an activity of voice towards either side to promote wellness, in their personal maths of disruptive not disruption, as in to say their continuity was. Well it was reason that a focus on nothing in particular had led him and others in and around and off their rockers. Rocked the light switched on on the wall where more copper climbed into and around the concrete, thoughts of foundation, as in the series. And he surged. And he hurt and he jabbed away at keys to his mind, because he couldn't find rest. And rest is not what he desired, and so they reasoned he wouldn't find it, and they tried with him to find it for him, but what was it? They knew. Did he? Well, that's impossible she got back on the line. We're out of chocolate. I mean. She stammered. Q. She waited. I know you're writing this down. What should I say? Do you know the core? She paused. You were doing it again. We was. He was jabbing at his mind to find her words and spatial time, without listening, so used to the chaos now, that he once enjoyed to power over with a spark which lit up the party line. You can't keep on this way her voice was slow, there's too much stuff, the material. The light. It's randomized, and you know what that means. And by that no you're going to pause and tell me about it, if that will make you feel better. And you know it might. Q gently recovered for a second, and began again. The narrative turned for Q to speak, and he did, in his usual way, and that was unusual. The meter. It's sticking the verses together. Like. The cadences are off. The lights run and they just change intensity and the sensory spectrum was hitting at random pockets and between edges of what should be thought was body, and an idea was an appendage of an action, and so on. There was both overlap and underlap, and a body at rest that was not restful or resting, as in that API where you're not supposed to do the work. 
You were too focused on that quadrant, she poked at her cranium as if he could see her. You know that's the overflow from these bits. She flashed her breasts into a mirror in her room and smiled, adjusted herself, and straightened her jacket she was wearing. It's not going to go anywhere, unless you can bug the leak. The light translated to frequencies of urgency in her. I mean his, I mean. Well their voice. Maybe some rest, you know. I mean. Let me look something up. I'll put on some history and it'll be fine for a moment. Do you want the audio? I'll do with it. Get on track, and get back to me. Our cross, the overlap of our sex, male and female, in trust and security, reference, theta, phi. As the perspective, as an angle within a circle, where that perspective indicates travel within and about the circle. Then take our chord, in music and as well the line with both end points on a circle, and further, as travel goes, our major scale, starting with a triangle denoted by CDE, then overlapping with a triangle FGA, then ABC. Nice one. The fourth note, F, or fail, intersects our first triad of CDE, as denoted by perhaps comma which depicts this intersects with two angles, as well the slash denoting the cross in sexes, this time diagonal, as in perspective to the cross. G and A continue to intersect D and E, with, theta, phi, and additionally by perspective we now have six angles, each with a mixture of, theta, phi, phi, theta. The return to C, as our octave doubles in frequency, middle 262 hertz to 523 hertz, double, but not a power of 2. Goes to B, which is a chord across the circle, intersecting, perhaps depending on your mode of travel, in this case the last angle, not intersected by, FGE, from our first triangle CDE, and then the last angle at return of field goal, also no intersected by, CDE. And perhaps B to C is now on another axis, we've either used X and Y or X and C, so perhaps Y? To elevate and spiral our triangles upwards, connecting them future such chords. But then they're not on the circle, perhaps they are the circle, spiral, phibonics I. 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 21. The corollary to Hebrew lettering, where the difference is free energy, and in the case of Fibonacci where life is the resultant of this energy, therefore the energy comes down from an infinity, and with probability exactly how expected, pi, and while pi's perfect probability indicates the non-theoretical infinity of negentropy, it is balanced by verse, which correlates three of infinite choice, and a set of pairs to provide an optimized ratio of choice and freedom. The upshot is our availability to start right away from the middle, and right towards any space to fill in with living, as is evident as life according to this participation from all angles, pointed. Good night. And this bit is just the bits to remind you to get your figure and figuring together and to and gathered with the dosh to provide for yourself and our environment to displace its paper tie in exchange for your misuse of plastic for the furthering exchange of ideas, and that is the book, 
a wizard's pocket, now unavailable on a slightly alien point of non-existence until you chose and purchase a one or many of, and ignorance is not in fact bliss, and only bliss as created will be discovered, and so to further these and ideas, carry on with carrying this book, on your shelves and in, in fact your pocket and pocket books even, a book inside a book, so proceed in any eventfulness, this is AquaQ of AquaQlabs.com with San Francisco's Pisces a peachy and lovely loverly C3W. Chattering deep into the light bright weddings of Pattern Fee is. This podcast, brought to you on the Anchor.fm platform from the labs of AquaQ, Anchor.fm is available. For iOS and Android, brings a free and clear interface for. Your podcast creator genius, with royalty-free music and sound effects. That make you sound from the Radiophonic Workshop, with. Segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so deserve. Available everywhere. Podcasts are free. Just do the queue. Iconic ionic neutronic bionic tronic tonic drip slide to earth as electro light wave formulas. Formed for the reuse and purpose leisure to formulate or bisect, trisexualize. In the mind's eye and not a mattering of smatter oig, but just in form, wished up, lands of free, or huddled masses of tissue dyes light and shadowy formulas, from me to another, and another to another, stuck on you again, eh? Freedom was her middle name, Miranda thought for herself. The mysteries of her brevities in light circular motions, motioned her antagonistic. Character assignment to the left corner of the middle of space bar collegiate ruled a number punch notebook number 12. She grabbed it up and tried to read into it, but it was blank, ha, jokes on her, she thought to herself. Oh, ha, there you are again. Not yet, was the silence returned. It was an odd bunny who kept asking a silly question in the middle of an unwritten notebook. Yes and that was rewritten as well. Perhaps it was white out, or sticky tape or a typewriter with a dropped letter L or P or O, etc., in the middle grounded wire. So what am I supposed to do? She wrote into the middle of the notebook, as a dog waggled past and barfed near her shoes. Oh, it's that kind of day, is it? She put the notebook into her purse, which fit just perfectly as drawn into a parallelogram and changing colors to velvet red. Roped, as in that bar where we're not allowed back, or so we'd imagined and never returned. Good, bounced the mafia player of the night, who probably was armed, at least with a pair of fives but enjoyed the dreamery of an inner pocket, inner circle, circular room in motion to pan a bar with fresh dramatized evenings. Well that was some over dreamery, again. SHH, you're not supposed to ruin it. Was the woman standing next to him. Password please. Yes that did keep popping up. Miranda was flipping through the notebook now randomly and discovering that the world did not make so much sense turned this way around, as she turned her notebook around, maybe this way, flip flip flip, flipping, oh, turned and turned on, she quietly blushed and closed the notebook, maybe earlier, she thought, and by thought I meant said out loud into headspace she used to use to think to herself and now thinks for anybody in a 25-foot pole vault space above the head stop pressed stop bar minded raised a glass ever or rarely touch anything at all sort of colors watch mind bender bits. Yeah that's the spot, she scratched her ear and looked down where the dog was still barfing. Ooh that's medical. 
she woofed to herself. The dog stopped and growled a satisfactorily oh I overate again kind of oh those shoes look nice and oh shiny thing in the pink sky today grinny glow. I guess this is my dog. She looked across to find another owner, will you take him? Nods were just around the corner where nobody was actually or totally but actually talking with her through straws in their coffee. Or empty cups they probably were. Does anybody drink anymore? Miranda fantasized that sets were set ups all the time, and glasses of faux champagne were flown in from actual champagne, where they stopped making the stuff but copyrighted the color. Yeah the whole town was in on it. Had some sort of flag party, or something? Bought an airline, and quietly took over the world for 35 seconds every three and a half weeks? The better part of summer, and a chocolate dipped winter, or so was the idea on buses between truck stops and an organized pop-up whatever they felt like, probably something with signs like a political rally, with a protest, and a granola factory outing, with embedded city shut down due to lack of permits, etc., all in a woozy perfect dream sequence by the owing party of whoever they thought you were, eh, Miranda? Oh yes, hello Q. I thought that was you. You've been in your head a lot lately, as usual but in the unusual places making usual again. Your symmetry was mere but a flicker that time Q said, as her left eye lit upper crinkle section flickered again. You should mention it, it happens twice, indeed and thrice, as they glanced at each other again. The two were standings juxtaposed by a vase, like in the picture, shadow and light, you know? Yes I do. Is there anything but dialogue on your mind right now? No, I think. Flowers for the vase and a puppy for my friend here. And well that's on a notebook is blue and three-fourths the size now. I guess it'll wait. What aren't you doing here again, you? Quotients were a kind of divide they would notice from time to time, etc. After a bit, it became kind of like a two by four, wouldn't, you know? Yes. It was odd, in between as well. Parrots are wonkers that trodden donkeys in the street sign on the floor, no. The carrier pigeon. Okay the metal grating. Not grating, well anyway, it's just there she pointed to the manhole cover. See? Yes it's not as complicated when you point it she pointed away. Her finger was a little out of control, and she pointed back at herself for effect. Ooh. That's me, or is it her finger jiggled off and hid under a couch in the middle of the grassy park area, where her notebook sat down for itself and began to write. Oh this is better. Materialization is the cornerstone of modern matter, that which is neither and either and never both, or always sometimes, as the maths go, divided or not, AQ. The couch was a velvet sweetity blaiwee notebook matching God sent, as leggings were getting extremely lengthy at moments between toes, etc. which one went to the market? The socialist no doubt, oh that was out of turn. Her foot turned, on, and she began to write. And by the time, by the time, try the time, I the rhyme, pie sauce, oh. Scratch 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 maybe an airplane. Or like. 100. Po zero F that was the better part of handful of pages, with 100 micro airplanes folded and tossed around the couch ground, and her matters crossed her legs, and began to wonder if her legs were then cross. Trained in these matters, was her second smaller notebook and she dug through her now crystal clear and edgy see-through purse, 
but only found a slice of gum. Fun? She popped it in her mouth, sideways. Like a harmonica. And it made a sound and she bit chomp when stomp butter butter cry baby won the fiddle and loompa had nothing on this gum, float the numbers. The bubble dared not to burst, and by the time she was floating up she forgot how much gum turned her on, and pulled out a pin from her pocket and burst the bubble like a pop shop stop, and pink went. Everywhere she wrote neatly with a salt packet on a small patch of grass about an one-eighth of a mile from the barf. Now where's Pooch? Oh he's found girl Pooch. Good for him. I hope he gets supper. See you later Pooch. Woof, was the response, from the group, as it was, it was the usual altogetherness which kept them together. Ryan Ryan. Oh people had begun to find the airplanes. And the couch. It'll get ratty soon. When the rats find out and she packed up a bit. There was a mirror, a piece of string, and several more croutons in the notebook. Now what flavor is this? A bit of cheese fell out of her purse and onto the ground. A rat rolled through the small airport and looked quickly and puffed the cheese into a pouch on the left and sunk into the grass. Now the grass, brave little rat, didn't think he'd come out for that. Rat's eyes are glassy filmed as in wire in the nocturnal concrete world, and where did they create? The life of a rat seemed to be unfolding from another section of town, and a rough party that was, tuft hair, and blottered veins in tiny legs and the tail. Well, call it a tail. It was actually like a piece of carpet, dripping around corners, and idly being non-mildly wild, and pointed was its non-point, to further the ideological notion which was that trash is food. Yeah I'll keep the one, it thought to itself. A little onomatopoeia is all it needed, for itself this mid-afternoon. What was I doing on the grass, anyway? Looking at the girl's feet. Oh yes. Toes. Yes I remember. And then the cheese dropped out of thin-lipped sky, indeed. That always happens when I need cheese. God must love rats, at any rate. No less than five on a dime quarter stopped, backed, turned, and kicked back, handled, and delivered to an end zone for cheese. The best kind of trash, like that novel that she was writing. Oh man. So much as a rat to think. It must be the cheese, again. Password. Yes, rats have passwords, Dumas it thought up as it expected not to receive any more cheese, and none happened. Yep, works every time. The rat smiled and sauntered off into that grating she spotted about near ten minutes ago. That was our connection. Yes, plonk, and it was gone down under. Odd. funky porno soundtracks from the 70s as well we're matching it up with gospel funk from the same time and we dare you to tell the difference sounds like a challenge i'm up for it i was i wasn't gonna do jesus jokes tonight but now i feel like no this is very funny jesus jokes so this is very funny on my facebook feed I get targeted ads. I know we all get targeted ads, and it's so strange. And I always get one for Christian Mingle, which doesn't make a lot of sense. And I think it's because I say fuck Jesus all the time. (laughs) And they're making mistakes with my algorithms. The other ad I get is Bullet Bourbon delivered to your door for (laughs) $19.99. That's that's on brand. That's on brand for me, I think, a little bit more. Uh, 
yeah, we got Claudia and the loaf. They're going to be spinning the ones and twos in between. These four hot comics are going to give you time. I didn't, I did the wrong, I didn't mean to, I'm trying to stop objectifying male comics, but I have to tell you that this is like one of the most beautiful moments of my life. There's four men in this room, all under 30, vastly under 30. Nothing could, I'm a woman of a certain age. They all look different too. This is really nice. We have two bearded, two, one sort of a blonde brunette. We've got different, like, we've got a, a Hispanic and a half Filipino. I know your past. We've got a surfer. I think he identifies as dude <laughs> and bro. One pole like object. I know if I had a nickel, <laughs> I know. I was doing that the other night at, uh, yesterday at Grant and Green. That was fun. That was, there's a big, big pole. <laughs> you got to get your arms around it. Uh, I was, so. We, we all know this, I'm going through menopause. I know it's no secret anymore. I've given all the men the memo. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we don't wanna hear about it anymore. But I wanna get this tattoo. So I haven't had my period in 11 months now, so it's about to stop. I know it's really exciting. And I wanna get a tattoo to commemorate my uterus's disuse, like right where it is once it stops. And I want it to be a little skeleton baby Kitten, skeleton baby kitten, a skeleton, a tiny cat, like a little bone, like a cute little cat with his little face and he's all curled up there on my, because I wouldn't want to birth a baby, I'd want to birth a cat that is much better than a baby. <laughs> no? I think it'd be easier. Cats are amazing. Did you know that cats, they have, they have up to nine uterine horns. They can have nine babies at once, at the same time. And you know what else is amazing about cats? When they're born, they have teeth. And they're mammals. No one see, they're mammals. So they milk feed their children. And they're born with sharp teeth. What are cat tits made of? Like Kevlar? Can we use that stuff in NASA or something? Can't we it's gotta be something in space. Like it's gotta be bulletproof or somehow amazing. Cat nipple. No, am I do I smoke too much pot? Okay, <laughs> these are just my ideas. Here was my other idea. I can't believe UFC, man. So I've, I've had to watch a lot of UFC because I like to hang out with guys and that's like one of the things they do. But I realized they're really misusing an opportunity because in NASCAR, they put logos on all of the cars when they're driving around. Like the product is the commercial. So why aren't they putting tattoos on UFC people? Right? Like, Ronda Rousey can get the Amazon Prime smile right above her puss. Like, just the little, no, right? Like, Hershey's Kisses. Hershey's Kisses? Yeah, right, thank you, that's a good tag. Hershey's Kisses right up, right up on the, as a tramp stamp on some like hot Brazilian guy. <laughs> I'm just wondering why they haven't done that yet. I mean, a, milli a, a million dollars. What would you put on yourself? Uh, so yeah, tattoos. I'll tell my accidental gang tattoo story later. We'll, we'll get to you guys. We'll get to you guys. First, we'll get to some more tunes. You spin in the tunes with Claudia and the Loaf. They've got a pink record back there. Pink vinyl. Rad. We'll be right back with some comedy here on Tuesday night at 8 o'clock for any reason at all. Yay.
the sexy sounds of something of Claudia and the Loaf. Uh, we're here. We're going to do an open mic. It looks like right now we'll just start with 10. If you hit 10 and you're still on a roll, I mean, I'll give you the minute and I'll just hold my hand up and you can see me. But if you want to keep going, like, we're not, I mean, this is what we're here for. You know, work it out, figure out whatever jokes you want to say and all that stuff. There's so much food. Please eat ribs and pork tacos. I get too much food stamps, which is a weird thing to say, but they, I don't, I don't eat a lot of food. All right, your first comedian of the night uh, beat me in magic, and then, and we both lost. <laughs> oh, put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kotsky! Yay! So I'd like to start off by saying, uh, if I say, uh, or, um, or like, I don't know, give me a boo or like a meh or I don't know, do something. Uh, come on, I gave, I softballed one in there for you. Uh, yeah, boo. I hate myself. This by the way is, it's the Jewish nightmare really, because it's all this delicious and more importantly, free food, but it's pork. And that is, it's the, it's the pull of the, I want the free, but the, the, uh, life is, life is tough like that. Also, we, we talked about Jesus jokes, so I just want to do my favorite one. Uh, when I was in, uh, when I was in college, I hooked up with this, with this Catholic girl. Yeah! Woo! I hooked up with her, and it was really weird, because she seemed like, way too into it and I found out uh, <laughs> I found out that was just because Catholics are just super into nailing Jews. Who would have thought? Uh, uh, yeah, it's not a uh, that's a uh. <sighs> yeah, my, my girlfriend is an Asian lady. That's right, white guys, I did it! Woo! Asian girlfriend! Yeah! I should figure out what country she's from. I can't just keep calling her my Asian girlfriend. <laughs> I, this whole not saying uh things really get into my brain. Um, anywho, yeah, boo, thank you, I needed that. Got an Asian girlfriend, people, so this girlfriend's Asian, the girlfriend before that was Asian, the girlfriend before that, uh, <laughs> The girlfriend before that was from New York. Both her parents were Asian. So, <laughs> yeah, we hate them because there's so many Jews there. So a lot of my friends who are definitely real and not made up for this bit like to say, Josh, you've got to type. You're into Asian girls, which, I mean, I'll take it, but that's giving me way too much credit. That's kind of like... Me saying like, oh, my type economy, my type of comedy is pay-to-play open mics. It's kind of my only option at this point. It's the only for some reason, they're the only ones who are into me. It's this weird dynamic of the the Asian girl Jewish guy. It's a thing. I don't know. Maybe it's because we both have cool acronyms like the the NJBs and the ABGs. Have you have you guys ever heard those? No, the nice Jewish boys and the Asian baby girls. Those are those are things. I don't like the the Asian baby girl one because I think it focuses too much on like youngness and it's creepy. 
but it's a thing. Anywho, my friend asked me, like, what is your, do you have a preference of, of, of Asian girl? Like, do you like, like Chinese girls or Japanese girls, Indian girls? And I gotta say, I don't know, I think it's a tie. I, I just I just like to wait for Pam to get the jokes. <laughs> but it's it, it really is giving me too much credit because I I only have this one option. Like it's not like who are these people that are going to bars and they're like, huh, my type is Asian girls, black girls, white girls. Nah, get out of here, alright? I'm I'm specific here. If you're Chinese Get off your knees, all right? If you're from Japan, I'm not your ma No, it's the, that's the only option afforded to me. She doesn't like when I do this joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boo! <laughs> I told her, I told my, I, I tell her most of my jokes. And most of the, so I have, the, I have like this one joke where it's like, oh, I have a pimple on my nose. It looks like there's an anti-Semitic sniper out there. And most of the time when I tell her jokes, she kind of zones out and she says something like, uh, oh, that's funny. But for that one, she goes, oh, you don't have that Jewish of a nose. And you can't say that. That's like me saying, you don't have that. Actually, I'm going to stop there. We're too soon for the whole kill Tony thing. I can't rant about my Asian girlfriend for that long before it gets bad. Anywho. So, other ethnicities. Am I right? We're going after Um, All right, so here's the thing. I am Jewish. I, like, I got bullied for being Jewish. I think everyone gets bullied for stuff. But I, I understand personally that, you know, like when I get pulled over by a cop, I'm never, I hate the cop, I'm not scared for my life. I understand that my, I don't have the, the point of view that people of color have, and so my opinions aren't there. Now that being said, people of color, is that the best name that we could come up with? I've, all right, we didn't have much diversity in my high school, all right? We had two people of, or sorry, we had one person of color, Technically, we had two who were half, but you, you know, you simplify your fractions. Um, thank you. Also for the race jokes. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing. I so most most of the the stuff I know about race comes from movies, and I've seen the movies about uh, about segregation and slavery and remembering Titans. And I, I, every single movie has that one scene where some racist white dude comes out and he's like, ah, you colored people aren't allowed here. And the music gets super dramatic. And like, you can tell that's a bad thing to call someone. And then someone decided, oh, the thing that was racist about it was that it didn't have a preposition in the middle. <laughs> that's all it is. I think personally that someone just came into work uh, unprepared that day. And they were like, hey, so did you come up with all of the new appropriate terms? And they were like, oh, I thought I was coming up with all the racist slurs that we shouldn't be saying today. Um, no, I got this. I got th That was an intentional um, by the way, so thank you. Uh, no, I've got this. I've got this. intentional. I've got this. M man of China, p person of, of color. 
Jew of Jew. I'm I'm fired. I'm fired. Okay. No. No. Fuck you. I quit. You. You. Back of what? And I know that that's kind of a racist bit, but I did put a hardworking immigrant man in charge of my fake company. What have you done to solve racism lately? All right. I don't even know what to talk about anymore. I'm going to do some other stuff. I've been trying to to come up. I'm going to start with some puns, actually. Those are more fun. I know I know that's that's what I'm good for here. I want to <laughs> drink more Irish beer than anyone because I want the one true Guinness World Record. <laughs> I ate myself so much, you guys. <laughs> I know, really. We we were listening to the to the the Shakira song like this time for Africa, and I feel like that's Fozzie Bear's favorite song, right? The Waka Waka eh eh's. <laughs> Shakira jokes are in right now. <laughs> I have been trying to solve the big issues in the world lately. Who are we? You know, where do we come from? Why are we here? In the song Low by Flo Rida and T-Pain, is she wearing apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur or baggy sweatpants, Reeboks with the straps? <sighs> we know we're talking about one person because T-Pain clearly says she hit the floor. The whole club was looking at her. If it was multiple people, he would have said they. But I know two things about rappers. They love appropriate grammar and monogamy. The memory starts to go there when I couldn't say, um, I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, I have a couple of theories about what happened there. The first one is not as likely because it kind of hinges on T-Pain being Jewish. In Hebrew, the word low means no. So therefore, I believe what T-Pain could be saying, if he does know Hebrew, is that she is wearing apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur, but is she wearing baggy sweatpants? Lo, 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 lo. Option number two, I think is more. <laughs> option number two, I think is more likely. <laughs> How are you doing there, fam? <laughs> option number two, I think is more likely. I think that we're talking about one woman here who changed her outfit in the middle of a song and it would explain why the whole club was looking at her, right? If you saw someone changing in the middle, you're just on the outside. <sighs> We're having a great night. And then this girl, she made the DJ stop for 45 minutes so she could change her outfit to better match the verse. She, 45 minutes. She, she had to put on baggy sweatpants and Velcro shoes. What took her so long? Yeah, right? Also, she gets up there, and she just kind of lies on the floor, and she starts humping the She hit the floor. She kept trying to get lower, 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 lower. out. She was already on the floor. You can't get lower than that. What was she trying to do? <sighs> but T-Pain was there, so that was kind of cool. <laughs> All right. Um, and so for your final gift of the night, I'm done. All right. My name is Joshua Kasky. Thanks, everyone. going for Josh Kotsky, everyone. Yay! 
He did ten and a half minutes. Stuart and group, you can come in. We've got I've got all this food. I have oh, okay. I have ribs and I have um, pork tacos with um, sour cream and little grilled spices and yummy yum. Thanks for coming back and chilling. Josh just did ten and a half minutes. Claudia and the Loafer do an awesome run on the ones and twos with all the cool music, rocking it for us. Mark Neuer's outside. That's good. Um, we have to. I have to look at the list and be be a responsible person. I'm gonna try to make Claudia laugh really quickly. My uh, my clit is so big I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. <laughs> I did it. I survived. I made her laugh. I actually. Um, they're outside smoking. I don't smoke. I microdose death. It's a new joke I wrote this weekend. Real proud of it. I'm not looking down at any notes. I'm just seeing if I can see this. Oh, I know who your next comedian is. He's my favorite ranter of all rantees. He, um, when he's off the rails, he's on the rails. Put your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Uniac. Yay! She said her clit is so big, she can use a Cheerio as a dick ring. My dick is so small, I can use a Cheerio as a dick ring. Don't applaud for that. There's <laughs> 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 the guys. Um, what was I gonna say? Let's see. Let's I work construction. I fucked that joke up. That's okay. All right. Like I, I, I hate waking up with morning wood because I work construction. Ah! You know, it's overtime. It's crazy though. What else to go say? Um, crazy. I'm, uh, I'm half Filipino, and like I hate when people don't think I'm Filipino. You know, and I always say this, like, dude, I am half. I'm Filipino. Okay. My uh, mother's maiden name is Basol. My grandfather was survivor of the Bataan Death March, and I always wear flip-flops at home. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. Um, look at me. Look at me. I went to a private school that didn't believe in letter grades. I, this went to a private school that didn't believe in letter grades. All right? You want how fucking like, weird it was? In 2002, I was in second grade. We had a 9-11 memorial. Guess how, we, guess how they taught us about 9-11? Sock puppets. Fucking sock puppets. That's insane. We had, there was the hot English uh, language arts teacher, you know, and she wore like gr uh, gray knee-high um, stockings, put her legs in the air, those were twin towers, and we had a kid fly a paper airplane in between her legs, and I didn't know anything about 9-11. All I knew was I wanted to be a Muslim right then. <laughs> you guys just applauded 9-11. Fuck all of you. You just go, yeah. It's <laughs> crazy, though. Um, what else got to say? Uh, first names are weird. They already, like, they take all the power away from somebody when you meet them. Like, every father-in-law is just some dude named Chuck. That's all it is. Like, think about this. All right, Trump. Would America vote for him if we called him by his first name? Donald. Who the fuck's gonna vote for a guy named Donald? That's like so, that sounds like somebody who's allergic to gluten and pussy at the same time. What's another one? Uh, Roosevelt. He's on Mount Rushmore. One of the top four Americans of all time. He was president. He preferred to be called Teddy because it sounded more professional than Theodore. He was a member, he was a leader of a military unit in the Spanish-American um, uh, War. So at one point in time, you can call the leader of the free world Colonel Teddy of the Rough Riders. What the fuck? That sounds like somebody who's a power bottom furry on Grinder. 
What's the difference between these two sentences? Santa Claus climbed down my chimney last night and left me presents, or a man named Chris performed a felony of breaking and entering, wearing nothing but only a fucking pa a, pa a power a tracksuit that Corella Deville would wear if she was an extra on the set of Sopranos. My parents, knowing full well a year in advance would happen, left him fucking cookies on the nightstand because happy birthday, Jesus. What the fuck? Parents send their kids to a stranger to sit in their lap. They send their kids to a mall Santa. They let their ki kids sit on a man's lap who's pretending his alter ego is mall Chris. They then take a picture with mall Chris. And while they're taking a picture, Mall Chris whispers into their baby daughter and baby boy's ear, have you been naughty or nice this year, child? They then hang it up on the fireplace, which is his preferred point of entry into your home. <laughs> point is, I think Santa's a, a pedophile, people. Don't applaud pedophilia. You already applauded 9-11, Pam. <laughs> crazy though it is like you know that whole song rudolph the red nose reindeer like you know the, his nose was red red means no stop santa rudolph was saying stop creeping into children's bedroom on fucking christmas in the middle of the night so rudolph is out it's off limits but 9-11 okay okay <laughs> parents need to take either like there's too many imaginary you know fairy tale creatures like you know santa claus easter bunny all that stuff and parents, like, you know, take, uh, give the credit to that. Parents either need to give all the credit for everything bad or good that happens in their children's life, on, blame it on an imaginary character, or take all the credit themselves. There shouldn't be a fucking, you know, 50-50 on this shit. You know what I mean? Like, think about this, okay? For Christmas, okay? You see your, like, you know, little two-year-old kid squirming? You're like, hey, you listen here, you little shit. Stop fucking acting like a two-year-old. If you don't stop moving around right now, all right, you know that one day of the year where I give you presents? That's not your birthday? Yeah, I'm going to give you coal for Christmas. You don't know what coal is? Coal is a rock that may or may not give you cancer. Daddy may or may not give you cancer for Christmas if you stop squirming around this house of God. You guys applaud 9-11. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Are you hungry, sweetheart? Well, guess what? Pull out your fucking tooth. Put it under your pillow, and the, uh, the uh, tooth fairy will go visit you and talk to his brother, the food fairy, about that he may or may not leave you his leftovers for breakfast tomorrow. I think the whispers is really fucking it up. I need to start yelling again, because it sounds like I'm an actual real parent, and look at me, I definitely am not a parent. I have nothing to blame, like, I have nothing for the parents, like, taking credit, because, you know, I, I don't know. Fuck it, I don't know anything about parents. I actually do. My, uh, um, I'm a, uh, a little bit about me, I'm a raging alcoholic. My dad's a current meth addict. Mom's a former tweaker, which means my parents have to be proud of me. You know, based off that logic, my uh, kids are going to be uh, stoners. My grandkids, fucking pussies. Raise the guys. Um, what else do I have to say? Uh, I work construction, like I said earlier. Uh, Jesus was a carpenter. I think it's really weird to be a carpenter back in those days because everybody wore robes. You know what I mean? Like, imagine Jesus on the scaffolding and you look up and he's like, pass me that bread. I'm like, dude, Christ has not risen. Get the fuck out of here, dude. They say a uh, customer's always right. I think it's horrible advice for tech support.
Fuck you guys, it's hilarious. A customer's always right, that's horrible advice for a tech support. A customer comes with questions in there. What are you gonna say, you're doing everything fine and you just hang up on the fucker? You got it, man. <laughs> you ever been so drunk you sent a dick pic to yourself? <laughs> You've been so drunk you sent a dick pic to yourself. I pointed at a woman, so you guys didn't realize that. <laughs> Raise that, guys. But, um, yeah, I'm half white, half Filipino, which means I'm 100% white at heart and 100% Filipino on paper, you know, for college reasons. Did they not work? No, look at me. I guess the point is I'm so white, I leave Yelp reviews for my drug dealers. I'm so white, my favorite rapper was a singer from Linkin Park. I'm so white, I discovered most deaf from the cameo he had on House. He played a deaf guy, I still haven't listened to his music since then. I'm not even lying, that's not a joke, that's 100% fucking true. I'm so white, if I was a pimp, all my bitches would have dental. I can't, I, I did a little bit of Filipino jokes, um, but like, in this racially tense time, uh, I feel left out, and like, I, I, I want to join a cause, but since you can't, well, you know, this phrase is like, if you can't beat him, join him, and I went, fuck it, I'm making my own uh, hate group, guys. Who here is right-handed? Fuck all of you. I'm going to make my own left-hand supremacy group. It'll be great, dude. There were like 30 of us in Washington, D.C. chanting, doorknob shall not oppress us. You guys aren't laughing at that because you right-tards. All right, don't know what it's like to be left-handed and opening up a door knob. No, it's not that hard, but you know it's a minor inconvenience for me, and I'm white, and I hate it. You guys know uh, four out of the last six U.S. presidents have been left-handed? True fact. The only two that haven't been? George W. Bush, Donald fucking Trump. And what that tells me is that right peop right-handed people do not deserve to be president. I love this. It's great. Like, there's one left-handed person in the back of this room somewhere. They're not identifying him or herself. And that one person is going, that's what I'm fucking talking about right now. Let's go. Down with scissors, motherfucker. I'm at nine. See, as soon as somebody starts, like, getting interested in my cause, they shut me down. The right people. Fucking right-winger. <laughs> Praise the guys. It is. Hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? <laughs> cool. cool. I, there's no punchline to that. I just fucking love saying that. <laughs> Crazy though, guys. Um, there is. Yeah. I've, I've done bath salts with Hulk, Hulk Hogan. That's what I'm saying. No. <laughs> um, the Super Bowl was yesterday for the purposes of this joke, you know? And uh, it's crazy with the Super Bowl. Like, you know, when did we as a country become so pretentious? that we need two national anthems and a fucking poem before the game. There's America the Beautiful, we start spinning a banger, and then we had a fucking poem, you know? And then half of our nation starts shitting on the athletes because they're taking a knee. They think they're protesting. No, they're fucking tired. They got a game to play, motherfucker. Maybe if the pregame show wasn't 75 fucking minutes, they'd stand. Crazy. It is. What other things do I have to say? Um... Oh, yeah, going back to uh, the private school shit. Um, like, I was a poor kid in private school. You know how weird it is to find out about that? Like, you know, um, well, we had a birthday party for me. Um, and, uh, like, this is a weird. It's like I, we, I got, like, five um, in invitations to give around to my uh, classmates. And I gave around to five people at lunch. And, you know, like, everybody was left out. And they felt really bad. There's no joke there. I'm just telling you guys I'm an asshole, you know. 
But then uh, we get over there. It's fucking weird. Like, this is how weird all my classmates were. One kid, you know, usually, like, you know, kids be like, hey, Mom, Dad, can I sleep with you? You know, when they're little. This, mo- this motherfucker named Brandon, I'm not changing his name. His name was Brandon. I think it was a low. Uh, I don't know, and I'm risking it because he was definitely Chinese. Um, but he, he, doesn't, he doesn't, like, walk in and ask, like, Mr. and Mrs. Uniac, can I sleep with you guys? He just, like, walks in and sneaks into their fucking bed. It is weird. <laughs> it is weird. And they wake up, and they give him a kiss on the forehead, and they realize their son became a lot more Asian. And it goes back to the joke about saying how I hate being Filipino. I hate how people don't think I'm Filipino. So, like, that makes you really happy. At one point in time, my parents thought I was 100% Asian. Right, it's weird. Like, I felt poor because, like, you know, um, one b- birthday party, um, uh, my, uh, one of my classmates, he, he, uh, he, had, a, he had an arcade. Uh, what's that fucking word? Did I just fucking briefly forget the word rent? <laughs> when I'm talking about my privilege as a person, you guys are stonewalling me. You're all white. You should be fucking agreeing with this shit. <laughs> all right, guys, I got the wrap it up time because you can't talk about your privilege that long. Uh, that's my time, guys. You've been great. Throwing it back to the Super Bowl. You know, the Super Bowl really upset me this year because I feel like Tom Brady is not being used for his actual gifts. I feel like so many of his gifts are not being appreciated and that he should just be in a room putting jizz in a cup and trying to impregnate as many women as possible with that Tom Brady sperm because there is definitely another astronaut in that nutsack. There is 100% a president in that nutsack, right? Like, he should just be jizzing in cups and just sending it out to people. I would rip out my IUD with my bare, I would, I would like be like, menopause be damned, and I would just squirt <laughs> fucking Tom Brady sperm in myself the whole time. No, nobody else would do that. Do I smoke too much weed? <laughs> uh, I'll do one more joke before I bring up your next comedians, because he said that I'm so white. I'm so white, I can't even make my ass golf clap. Thank you. Okay. I'm so white, I thought Kanye West was an airline. <laughs> okay, your next comedian. Uh, oh, it's Brian. Uh, he's, uh, he's been wearing his hair now, and he hasn't been wearing his little man bun like usually. He's just letting the locks flow. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brian John. Yay! Hunter, great set. I, I, I clap for the, the 9-11 joke. You know, I thought it landed well, <laughs> unlike the planes, you know. And uh, I like the Super Bowl, but my favorite game every year is the Army-Navy college football game. So players on these teams go directly to war after they graduate. But you know what? They're probably pretty well prepared because war is a lot like football, right? Except the U.S. hasn't had home field advantage since 9-11. And boy, did we blow that one. That's not a 9-11 joke, that's a football joke. (laughs) You could still be mad, football causes concussions. I don't do 9-11 jokes because they don't usually land very well. Sometimes they bomb hard enough to melt steel beams. (laughs) Yes, yes, uh, another sad kind of news. The San Francisco Police Department just announced that uh, two unidentified pedestrians were killed by vehicular manslaughter. You know, I'm thinking about this 
It's 2021. Shouldn't we be calling it vehicular human slaughter? Isn't it time for women to finally break through that glass windshield? <laughs> it's time to close that pavement gap, right? I'd like to see more femme fatalities. <laughs> All right. Um, so, do you guys um, do you guys like prop comedy? Uh oh, we'll see. Um, do you, uh, have you ever done virtual reality before? Yeah, so virtual reality is cool. You know, you put on a mask um, and it like magically transports you to a different place where everything's better. Even doing stand-up is better. So, so hold on one second. I'm going to show you how it works. <laughs> so I'm going to put this mask on and it's going to take me in. I'm going to do the virtual comedian app. So bear with me, radio people. Um, Okay, all right, I'm in. All right, let's launch the virtual comedian app. Whoa, well, I'm in a real comedy club now. <laughs> There's so many people. It's like really realistic too, like basically all of the other comics are men. Uh, but that's where people in the audience are blurry. Like what, what's wrong? Um, let's see. Uh, all right, that's better, but that's weird. The women in the audience are asleep. What, what's wrong? Oh, fuck, I have it in Cosby mode. Let me turn that off. Shit. Oh, I definitely don't want to put this in Tony Hinchcliffe mode for those who follow that show. Or, um, Yeah, okay, but all right. I think we're good to go. I can see the audience, so let's do some material. All right. Um, okay, let's see. What material do I have? All right, let's do crowd work. All right, let's see. See you, sir. Uh, you, where are you from? No, no, you're the guy in here. <laughs> you live in a simulation. What? That's weird. All right, this is too fucked up. All right, I'm, I'm, you guys are way better audience. I, I'm, t I'm done talking to these si simulcra. Ah. All right, thanks for bearing with that. So. I recently learned that you're not supposed to say people are homeless. You're supposed to say they're experiencing homelessness. But to me, that doesn't sound quite right. I, you know, I, it sounds like badass, you know, like the Jimi Hendrix experience or like I experienced homelessness on the homeless ride at Universal Studios. Doesn't, doesn't quite sound right to me. Like, like would it, if you were watching a show about homelessness on TV, wouldn't you be like experiencing it then? Like what? Like what? What if there was a TV network like HBO or Homeless Box Office? It shows like Game of No Homes or Sex in the Tent City. It'd be great. I, I, you know, you could experience homelessness from the comfort of your own home. I think that would be the best way to experience it. And sorry, yeah, I know these jokes are tasteless. Um, but you know, if, th if that happened, if there was an HBO Homeless Box Office, they would. They would have to come in and, and you know hire up uh, hire up the the people out of the out of you know off the streets you know because they need people on TV uh, and the tent cities you know they'd become abandoned you know the tents would get boarded up they'd be so boarded up they'd practically be houses. <laughs> 
Or, you know, maybe they decide to, you know, to stay true to their roots and they'd stay in, in their tents and, the, you know, the tent cities would gentrify um, and you start to see things like luxury spa tents with uh, evening turndown services you know, where you ask people for money and then you get turned down. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that'll be the day. Uh, all right. So um, I uh, was driving... Um, in the mission recently, uh, and I got pulled over by a cop. Um, he said, I pulled you over because you were driving in a Muni-only lane. And I was like, yeah, so what? I find that offensive. I identify as Muni. <laughs> I've been peed on by a drunk guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I'm Muni. I've hit a guy on a bike. <laughs> and just to be clear, I, d I don't mean to be offensive with you know the I identify jokes. Uh, I am not transit phobic. <laughs> and I even have a friend who's metro. So <laughs> it's all it's all cool, man. <laughs> so many puns. All right, so um an organization in San Francisco uh recently um launched the world's first bad trip support hotline. So this is like a phone number people who are having a bad time on drugs can call and get help. I imagine it, it goes something like this. Thank you for calling the Bad Trip support line. If you are witnessing the death of the universe, press 1. If you think blood is coming out of your ears, press 2. If blood is actually coming out of your ears, please hang up and dial 911. <laughs> if you're calling to contact Space Elves and you know your party's extension, you may enter it at any time. If you have another issue or if numbers have lost all meaning, please stay on the line. Can't wait for that. Um, but yeah, San Francisco. I love San Francisco. You know, where else can you buy? Uh, you know, what other city can you get a T-shirt that says "I love my pussy" in size men's medium? I can't think of any. Uh, a lot of great T-shirts in the city. I was I saw a guy walking recently with a T-shirt that says uh, "I turn coffee into code." Uh, I thought that's cool. My uncle could use a shirt like that that says "I turn Jack Daniels into domestic violence." <laughs> Yeah, he, he he does so at a remarkable rate. Um, <laughs> or, yeah, maybe Roseanne Arnold could use a shirt like that that says, I turn Ambien into racist tweets. She's she's a machine with with that, that Ambien and that Twitter. Uh, uh, my, my burnout cousin could use a shirt like that that says, I turn LSD into handmade juggling sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, too much tech shit I've been doing recently. I decided to do a digital detox, and I got rid of all, all my smart shit. Um, and some people's email signature, it says, sent from my iPhone. And my email signature, it says, sent from a computer at the SF Public Library next to a guy jerking off to internet porn. Yes. Um, I, I mean, I do, I, I like a lot of technology, but some of it's, you know, pretty scary. You know, there are these remote-controlled drones flying around shooting precision-guided missiles, but personally, I'm an old-school guy. I still prefer just mailing pipe bombs. <laughs> like, to include a nice handwritten note. Like, Dear sir, please find a pipe bomb enclosed. Uh, <laughs> now prepare to die. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that's a lot of crazy... Crazy tech shit. Have you guys tried the new Citizen app? Um, 
I guess it's not that new anymore, but it's an app that tells you all the crime that's going, yeah, that's going around, going on in the city around you. I don't recommend it, like especially in San Francisco, it'll it'll fucking stress you out. Like you'll be outside having fun, and your phone will ding, and it'll say like a thousand feet away, man holding baseball bat yelling at cars. Oh my god, that doesn't sound good. You keep walking, and then your phone will ding again, like five hundred feet away. Woman on fentanyl reenacting Macbeth with actual human skull. <laughs> the city's going south. And then, you know, you keep walking. <laughs> Ding. Zero feet away. Man staring at Citizen App while exposing himself. <laughs> <laughs> this app is good. It's, it's, it's too good. Yeah, I, I had to quit. It's just too good. Uh, but as part of my digital detox, I gave, um, I gave up all social media. Uh, so I'm only, I've only been doing Craigslist, so um, <laughs> just Craigslist, Digital Detox, 2021, new me. Yeah, um, but so if you like this, you could, I guess you could follow me on Craigslist at my handle at Craigslist Mail Relay 120-875-UET-00111141-11130-DADG-3685-4123. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I'll get that in my email if you, if you send it, so... Uh, it's all lowercase, no spaces, and <laughs> follow me on Craigslist, and then I'll follow you home <laughs> from the Safeway parking lot, or as the case may be, unsafeway. Way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, what, let's see, what else do I got? Um, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll call that. Cool, thanks. everybody that was great you did ten and a half minutes yay and all your weird technology stuff that's fun those are funny jokes that was good I have I have no I have no clever witty response to anything about tech I'm like oh smartphones no the only I guess the only thing I can respond to that is that um never had an internet we already discussed this you've never internet dated either you already know this joke fuck my, fuck my face um your next comedian runs a great Open mic every second and fourth Mondays at Molloy's in South San Francisco, and it's super super fun. And will people please eat tacos and ribs? Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Sergio Gonzalez! Yay! Yeah. Sorry, I feel guilty because yesterday I posted that I was sick. And now I'm here, and people are like, why the fuck are you here? Didn't you just say we were sick? I feel better today, and I tested negative for COVID, right? Don't freak out. Even though those tests aren't 100% accurate, we'll just trust that the Filipino lady did what she was supposed to do. I don't know what it is about your Tuesday pop-offs, Pam, but like the lighting or something, but it feels like an NA meeting having like a fun night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, if you guys notice people who walk by, they're always looking inside. They're like, wow, those druggies are having a good time today. <laughs> Glad to see it's not all serious. Uh, speaking of Narcotics Anonymous, I saw a sign at BART the other day talking about Overeaters Anonymous. And I was like, that doesn't make Overeaters Anonymous. There's nothing anonymous about it. We know you overeat. <laughs> 
un- st- stupid fat joke. I need to cut him out. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Pulled out your VR helmet. My buddy, he has a VR helmet and like he uses it strictly for porn. And he like, I didn't want to watch it because I was like, dude, I'm already like addicted to the porn on my phone. Don't introduce me to something else. And he like jammed it on my head. He's like, watch it. And I fucking watched and it was like amazing. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is crazy. But it was weird because like I was like looking around the room and this chick was like fucking my virtual dick. And I got to look to the right and it's like a bowl of spaghetti. (laughs) It was a big ass bowl of spaghetti. And some of it was thrown on the table. And then there was a spoon. And I was like, who the fuck eats spaghetti with a spoon? (laughs) I was like, dude. We are not ready for this. Society is not ready for virtual bowls of spaghetti with spoons. They got to figure that shit out. Um, but that shit blows my mind. Because, like, remember when you were young, you had to, like, sneak porn? Like, you had to, like, watch it, like, the family computer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, your mom did taxes it on it earlier, and now you're over here fucking jerking off on the keyboard. Like, but now kids, like, have the fucking helmets and shit. That's fucking wild. I come fast because of porn, not because of like, you know, all the sex, but like back in the day, I had to train myself to come within 30 seconds because I couldn't afford, like, you know, we only had, we only had to jack off the trailers and shit. So you're like, I got to do this really quick. And then you fucking, so I don't know we got 10 minutes. So I'm just giving you guys everything. Man, I remember my mom, she used to almost catch me sometimes, and I would just blow a full load into my pants. Because, <laughs> like, she would be, like, walking into the living room. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then, and then I'm like, hey, mom, just, like, having, like, a full conversation with a full load in my pants, sweating. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. Uh, what else? I feel like I'm becoming a Republican, but, like, at a micro level. Like it's like it's coming. Like the other day I went to this mall, ceremony mall, and I went to the food court and I was looking for my favorite food court restaurant, the Great Steak. And I was like, where the fuck's the Great Steak? And I was like, there's a lot of Asian restaurants. Where is the Great I want my Great Steak. What's up with all these Asian restaurants? And I was like, damn, that was the most Republican shit I've ever said. Because if I say that in in an accent, like, where's my great steak? All these Asian restaurants, I can't find my great steak. Is that stupid? Yeah, I just wrote that today. <laughs> um, thanks. I, you know, like, I'm kind of in the, like, I hate extreme rightists, and I hate extreme leftists. Like, it's too much for me sometimes. I don't know if any, if Matthew Quirk was here, he'd agree with me. He'd be like, yeah, fuck the snowflakes. And I'm like, yeah, Matthew Quirk. Uh, Where was I going with this? Oh, I was watching the news, and they found, like, this homeless encampment, and they had, like, hundreds of stolen bikes and bike parts. Hundreds. And the lady on the news was defending them. She was like, it's their hobby, and we can't take away their hobby from them. And I was like, all right, now, like, serial killers, their hobby is killing people. We can't be like, it's their hobby. We got to let it go. Like, that's that same kind of logic. (sighs) 
Sorry, this turned into a TED talk. God. <laughs> like a ball. I'm all about defunding the police, but abolishing the police? That's fucking. Obviously, you don't have criminal friends. The first thing they always say is, yo, look out for the police. If we get rid of, I don't know, Pam, this is hard. I'm getting really Republican. The dude in the back wants to kill me. He's like, fuck this guy. Um, what else do I got? Sorry, guys. I keep. No, don't. Don't clap, dude. Uh, I feel like people my age, like we're all alcoholics. But like we're in, like we try to, we're in denial about it. Like we find, like I try to, like, you know, give myself reasoning for all this drinking. I'm like, as long as I'm not drinking out of a plastic bottle of vodka, I am not an alcoholic. <laughs> like once I do that, then I'm like, okay, if I'm not drink, I gotta drink the good stuff. And I'm fine. <laughs> uh, like, the, I know I'm an alcoholic because the other day I chased my alcohol with alcohol. <laughs> you guys ever done that? Like, let me take a shot of vodka and chase it with this truly, and it's fine. Like, God damn, that's some hardcore shit. Um, how much time is this? Please. Oh, fuck. I did not know we were doing 10 today. Okay, I'm going to do another fat joke. Um... <laughs> I've been going to the I've been going to the gym for ten years, and no one's ever told me you look like you go to the gym. <laughs> so annoying. But I, I finally figured it out. Like I finally got a good routine, where now I just tell people that I used to be three hundred pounds, because <laughs> I look good for someone who used to look three hundred pounds. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's so much easier. I just buy big jeans and I just take pictures with big old jeans and I'm like that. I used to do that. All right, guys, that's my set. I'm a I'm a sanitize this whole thing. This is very depressing. Uh, oh god. The props is funny, man. The whole thing. Oh yeah, you like that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Sergio Gonzalez. Sergio Gonzalez. Sergio Gonzalez. This is not easy to do, you guys. No, it's fun. That was great. We're all just working out. We're all just practicing. We got Claudia and the Loaf in the back running the ones and twos. Next week, it's going to be their show. And they're going to be playing vinyl and having fun and talking about things and doing what they do. And uh, your, your next comedian, he always does what he do. Dooby dooby doo. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Mark Neuer. Yay! <laughs> I'd tell you to try these ribs out, but I've already inhaled them all. I realized recently we don't ever have, no one ever, you know, they have a bar yeah, people have barbecues. No one ever has any chicken ribs. No chicken ribs, huh? 
Not a single. I've never heard of them. How many carcasses? How many chickens up to now have had to die? And we've just thrown the ribs away. And we all know that's not true because they just put the ribs in the hot dog. A lot of people dressed up for comedy. I dressed up for a barbecue. I know. I just had to let the toes be exposed today just a little bit. I had to air them out. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers get real <laughs> toe-like. They haven't seen the sun in I'm twenty, almost 26, so I haven't seen the sun in 30 years. Let me tell you a story. I am a strip club manager uh, in downtown San Francisco. When I first got the job, the world was still open. And it was 2019, and a porn star by the name of Maddie O'Reilly came to the Crazy Horse. And before this, but she came about a week early to, to party with friends out here, and I was with the friends. They did a lot of cocaine at the time, and I had never done cocaine, ever. Not like I was at, like picketing outside of the fucking doctor's office or anything, but I wasn't doing cocaine at the time, ever. Hadn't done it. I was really into methamphetamine. A lot. Specifically the tablets that are orange and they're 30 milligrams, they call it Adderall, it's okay. We'll be fine. I know, I know, I could tell. Look at you with the socks. You guys have socks? Oh my God. That's a telltale sign of someone who's on Adderall if they have, anyways. He doesn't, I don't know what you are. You're not white, and that's why you don't understand. If you're white with socks on, you're on Adderall. Okay. Okay. So I was on Adderall, had socks on. I had the socks on, and I was on Adderall. And I was at a bar in the, in, the, in, the, in the TL, that's the Tenderloin. I was out there. And I was out, hold, <laughs> shut up. Well, I don't know what you said. I don't want to hear it again. It's enough. I'll close those windows so fast. All right. You guys have some Adderall? I think it would help me. So I'm in the Tenderloin, I'm on the Adderall, my friends, they're hitting the powder, and we go into this bar, and they're like, Mark, you got to come to the bathroom with us. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to go to the bathroom with you. I don't know what you're going to do. I knew what they're going to do in the bathroom. I know. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm white. I'm from the Sister Valley, California. I'm not from Stockton for nothing. You know what I mean? You, you got me fucked up about the flip-flops. You think that I just have, I, I just, shut up. Shut up. I'm trying to tell some funnies in here. So anyways, I had my socks on. So anyway, so they tell you, say, Mark, come to the bathroom. I'm like, I'm not going to go to the bathroom. I'm like, come to the bathroom. I'm like, all right, fuck, I'm coming to the bathroom. So I get in the bathroom. Maddie already has her tits out with the Coke on uh, line here and line here. And my homie, he fucking does the whole, he's older. He's like 40. I'm like 25. He's like 40. So he grabs the tit and <coughs> starts fucking doing the whole thing. I'd never seen this done before in my life. Like ever. I know about cocaine. I've seen movies. I've never... Like, actually seen, like, a grown man just grab a tit and just fucking manhandle it right there with blow and the whole thing. And she's like, all right, 
do the blow. And I'm like, ah, I'm not going to do the blow. And she was like, do the blow. And I was like, I'm not going to do the cocaine. And she was like, if you do the cocaine, I'll suck your dick. And I still didn't do the cocaine. And now I do cocaine alone in my bathroom. In flip-flops at Mutiny Radio. Alone. So I had to tell you that story because I just came up with the punchline. <sighs> Those ribs, man. And really, you're welcome. What did I tell you? It's only because I like it. I have 15 minutes up here. And I'm all out of cocaine stories. No, I'm just kidding. I like doing cocaine in freshly shit in bathrooms. No, there's a reason, because that's how single I am. I need to smell some ass, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. I live inside of a strip club so that you don't have to. You're welcome. Eat something, please. <laughs> you have problems. I wish that I was in virtual reality right now, because if I was in virtual reality, I wouldn't have on flip-flops. I wouldn't. What kind of shoe would I have on, you may ask? A Stacy Adam loafer. I would, and they wouldn't smell like mine currently do. Do I have to let the toes be exposed because you got to air them out every now and then? Have a shoe strapped on all day long. No one has cell phones anymore. No, you don't have a cell phone. You don't. You have a work phone with unproductive apps on it, and you and I both know it. You know you do. You have a, f a f no one calls you. Not even your mother. Not even your mother. You want to know why? Because she is on Facebook, just like you. Just like you. No one wants to know your phone number. They want to have access to your Facebook. Why? Why do you have that much time in your life to want to be on my, anyone's, my Facebook? Bananas. It's bananas. I have a cell phone. I'm not 15. I'm 20, almost 26 years old. I have a cell phone. You have a cell phone. We need to grow up. You want to be on my Facebook. Just Why? Because they're nosy. I'll tell you why. They want to know what your, what your uncle thinks about it, Trump. They want to know. They want to know what your mom's name is. They want to know all these things, her maiden name. They want to know your social security number. I don't understand. It's great. I wish you came five hours earlier. The ribs. I just gave him. You want this one? I'm just kidding. I already ate that one. I already sucked on it and made love to it proper. So that joke doesn't work. We'll move on. The punchline of that joke is if you have that much time, you should probably do the dirty laundry that's in the corner of your room for months. See, the punchline doesn't work either. That's why I didn't try it. What do you want to know? You want to know why I live inside of a strip club? I'll tell you why I live inside of a strip club. Because I sling dick. And I'm out of dick pills. I am. I have no time to lie to you. The subscription, it's up. You get that first three, the first three months for free on the Blue Chew, and they cut you off. Man, I was power fucking. And when I say power fucking, I mean with the loafers on.
When I tell people that I'm a strip club manager, the nine times that I attend, they're like, wow, that's a dream job. I wish I had your job. And they would fuck it up. They would. They would fuck it up. Because the first thing on anyone's mind when they hear about a strip club manager, they're like, wow, I would, f- I would just fuck the strippers every day. And then you would lose your job. Right? That's the first rule. You can't fuck the strippers. And for me, that's not a problem. Because I like to tie my balls off with rubber bands and beat them with a ping pong paddle. And no one's into that. <laughs> so I don't there's no why I even waste my time shooting my shot. They're just going to tell me, please get help, and please get away from me. That's all they're going to say to me. That's why I'm perfect for my job. Good. Have you heard this? White people, they have pink dicks. You've heard this? Pink dicks? You've heard this. I know you've heard this. White people, they have pink dicks. I don't have a pink dick. It's black, and it's blue, and it's in pain. <laughs> <laughs> you get it because I beat it to death to mush with a ping pong paddle. Um, I think we all wish that I was joking. <laughs> I really do. I really do. I can't wait to send this clip to my mother. It's going to be so good. Speaking of my mom, did you know she had a stroke last week? She had <laughs> no, she actually had two. They were minor. They were minor. At least the stroke face will cover the resting bitch face. You know what I mean? I'm glad you can smile about it because she can't anymore. It's all fucked up. Uh, I don't give a fuck. I don't know. It's my mom. If I can smile about it, you can smile about it. She can't. It works out perfect. I'm a terrible employee. My work pulling all the way back from the first day I started comedy. I'm a terrible employee. My manager at work, before I was a strip club manager, I would work in the kitchen. My manager at work would tell me, Mark, I want you to clean this table until you can eat off of it. I eat ass. I don't, I really don't know how clean you want the table. Oh, God bless. <laughs> Do someone have the loaded gun? I'm ready. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hickory dickory. <laughs> we sat next to her and said, in the bold bitch. <laughs> My name is Mark Neuer. I uh, hope you all drink and drive. Mark Neuer. I wiped the, the microphone off because it got a little greasy because he was eating ribs and then, you know, touching everything. No, it's fine. I'm joking too. I'm joking. You're fine. She's. F- I'm fine. It's great. Everything is fantastic. I'm super excited because your next comedian has been trying so hard to make it here, and they finally did. And so I'm super excited. Are you leaving too, Brian? Bye, Brian. You should wait for your next comedians because they're here. Um. Anyways, he's he's really funny the other night, and he's the guy who keeps bringing all the audience. So you should hang out. Put your hands together, everybody, for Stuart Lee. <laughs> It's the opposite way. That's all my teachers did it the same way. But anyway, first, I'd like to start off by saying, like, hi, like, post-pandemic, here we are. <laughs> Is it round of applause for yourselves? <laughs> I mean, here we are telling jokes, mask-free, except for some diseased people. <laughs> Thank God. Like, take a hint from your Asian friends and wear a mask everywhere, please. 
Uh, but anyway, let me pull out the old joke book. I brought it last time, and it will make its return. Because I wrote more things, believe it or not. <laughs> I do own a fucking pen. It's not that hard. You could do it, too. You could do it, too. But, uh, you know, I feel like <laughs> during the pandemic, it was very easy to pay attention to the news. And, you know, like everyone felt like they were very political. Like, I am a political science major at this point <laughs> after the pandemic. I've watched CNN, NBC, Fox, all that shit. I know everything. <laughs> I know how it all goes down, how it works. <laughs> I could explain it to you. <laughs> Ask me questions. I know the truth. I don't, but... <laughs> Fuck, I lost my page. That's so stupid. But, you know, well, what I, what I hate the most about when things opened it up, and you go to a party, and, like, that dude's there, and he's like, hey, guys, <laughs> not to get political. <laughs> and I'm like, that's exactly what you fucking mean to do. You're about to get political right now. <laughs> like, your statement by saying you're not meaning to get political is going to ruin my night. <laughs> that is exactly... What's about to happen, so thank you, Frank. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, see, I couldn't read. That's why I lost my page. I put glasses on, just so everyone knows out there in cyberspace. Also, um, oh, I figured out the solution to racism, <laughs> actually. <laughs> As a white man, I will tell everyone <laughs> the solution. My girlfriend actually figured out a white female. <laughs> Clap for her. <laughs> Fantastic. Way to go. Way to go, white woman, <laughs> you know. But uh, she had this idea, and I really think we could get it to catch on. Like, so we take all these racist statues, yes, <laughs> and we put them all in a singular park. <laughs> but like us white people do, we get to change the history on them. So, <laughs> so here is the statue of Stonewall Jackson, and, you know, the scribe will say, <laughs> this man sucked a hundred fucking union dicks to <laughs> save his cavalry, <laughs> you know? Like, let, why not? Let's just fuck around with history a little bit. We've already done it. That We stuck our white dicks in everything, didn't we? Shit. It's a tiny dick, but it's stuck in everything, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, what else? What else in the joke book? Well, oh, <laughs> pandemic as well. Yeah, news. We watch television. I love television. I don't watch enough, though. Like, I'm not enough. I'm not well kept. You know, there's a lot of ads. There's things like, <laughs> there's a show, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, it's called The Good Doctor. <laughs> Has anyone <laughs> seen ads for this shit? <laughs> it's about an autistic doctor <laughs> who treats patients. <laughs> I wish this motherfucker could treat himself. <laughs> He's still autistic. <laughs> it's not even over yet. There's like six more seasons that haven't been released and he hasn't cured autism yet. <laughs> And I want to try this. This is a callback joke. And it's like, he's called the good doctor. And you're supposed to say, how good is he? So let's try that. <laughs> it's the good doctor, but not that good. He can't fucking cure autism. <laughs> Pretty cool. Ah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Callback jokes are fun. <laughs> Get the audience involved, you know, make a pizza. I don't know. Oh, and I like, <laughs> you know, the pandemic. There was all these movements. Talk about movements. I like how we just like, we're like, oh, you guys remember the hashtag Me Too movement? <laughs> and you're like, are, are we done talking about it? Did it stop fucking moving? <laughs> you know, <laughs> not to get political. <laughs> Fuck you, Frank, shut up. <laughs> you know, don't get political. But 
it got me into trouble, man, because the term me too is just too easily spoken. You know, like someone's like, do you want olives on your pizza? I'm like, but I can't help but throw the hashtag in front. I'm like, hashtag me too, olives. Like that is a terrible fucking thing to say. And I'm like, so, you know, T-O-O, the term too, it also, uh, a good substitute is as well. So I'm changing it to hashtag me as well. <laughs> I would also like olives. <laughs> But I fucking hate olives. They're dirty little buttholes of vegetables, just being honest. The joke, you know, it required me to like olives, but I don't really. I just don't want to be an olive advocate up here to speaking like olives or something good to throw on pizza. Because it's not. Shut up, Frank. Don't get political. But, you know, like, these things happen, you know. These terrible jokes happen, and we talk about it, but... You know, America, we're just like a little, we're like the middle child, you know, who's <laughs> of divorced parents, you know, figured out later in life we were adopted and all of a sudden <laughs> we got a heroin problem because <laughs> we don't know how to express our feelings. <laughs> That's America in a nutshell. We just don't know how to talk about anything really. Communication has never been a thing we've been good at. Like what? Like this whole critical race theory thing, like... <laughs> Hey man, I don't want you to teach actual history. Let the statues do it. <laughs> like, sorry, that's a deep thinker if you're involved in watching the news during the pandemic. Anyway, I don't know how long I've gone. Probably not long enough. That's what my that's what my girlfriend always <laughs> says. It's not long enough, Daddy, because I told her to call me Daddy, because. I'm a dominant top. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you different. <laughs> Ask anyone on the street. They'll tell you. <laughs> I'll prove it right now. <laughs> anyone, come up here. I'll prove it. Just kidding. I won't. I'll submit. <laughs> I will submit easily. <laughs> Ball gagging mouth. <laughs> Call me gimp. <laughs> ah, it's getting rough. It's getting hard. But, oh, here's a fun fact that I wrote down in my joke book that's not even a joke, but it's a something to think about. Are you aware that there were more people of color in the government in 1870 than in the year 1920? Yeah, and that's when all those statues went up. That's the park I want to build where we write fall history about fucking <laughs> racist asshole sucking dick. <laughs> Because I'm a white person trying to solve black problems. <laughs> Sorry, I just wrote that. <laughs> Didn't hit well. Anyway, I'm just going to give up and call it a day. Because it's been a good time. And I got a little too drunk. you know. And I don't want to sit down or eat ribs. So I'll just let it go. And we'll just say, have a good evening. Keep it going for Lee Stewart. Yay! Seven and a half minutes. Just You just have to keep going up and up and up all the time and just practice and practice and keep saying words. Keep saying words. That's, that's like all you can do. Aww. It's very... <laughs> that, was, that was really funny. That was great. Heckle of a heckle from the... That was awesome. Uh, all right, we have uh, another comedian. 
and then I might tell a couple jokes at the end, and then we'll spin music with you guys and stuff. Um, put your hands together, everybody, for Mike Bonds! Yay! Shit, man. First off, I'd like to say, Pam, you know your way around a pig. I'm just saying, you know your way around a pig. God damn. Was you was you black in the past life? Have you checked that shit out, Pam? Cause you season food like you know like you've been around some black people. You know what I'm saying? Don't she though? God damn, Pam. Pam told me to pass the season of salt the other day. A little tear came down my eye. I was like, God damn. Season of salt, white lady, you get the shit. All right, cool. <laughs> Hey, you get, you're doing well though, man. Keep keep going up, man. Keep keep trying to keep trying to solve black people problems, you know. You know. Yeah, you know you know how you can really solve black people problems? Venmo me, man. That's how you can that's how you can Venmo, you know what I mean? You know, you really want to try to solve my problems, PayPal, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, you know. It's all kind of ways you can solve my problems and it starts with an app. <laughs> Shit. You know, I'm out here. I'm out here, man. Oh, man. You guys like the police? Are you guys cool with no? You white people, are you cool with the police? No? Okay. I don't, I don't know. I'm just asking, you know. I'm just asking, you know, because uh, the police know how to find shit, don't they? Don't they know how to? I got stopped by the police not too long ago, man, and the police found a whole ass blunt in my car. I was like, where the fuck you find that at? I've been looking for that shit for months. You know, next time I think I'm going to call 911 to ask them to come over and help me find my lost bag of weed. Like, yo, it's in here somewhere. Help me find that shit, for real. Look, he's laughing, but I'm t- I'm serious though. <laughs> I still can't find that shit to this day. You ever lost some weed? Yeah, you know. Yeah, she's like, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I have. You ever lost some weed and then your kid find this shit? Like, dad, what's this shit? You know what, son? That goes on the turkey, so leave that alone. That's called herbs. You know. I had to explain to my son what, why my eyes was tight. I was like, because it's legal. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's like, what's wrong with your eyes, Dad? Because I'm legal. Shut the fuck up. Mind your own goddamn business. You know? <laughs> Kids always want to know what the fuck wrong with you. You know? I don't drink around my son. You know, I may go hit a, you know, hit a vape or something in the background or something like that. But he always want to know what the fuck wrong with my eyes. Daddy, why you still hungry? Shut the fuck up and sit down and eat your pudding. Matter of fact, give me that shit. <laughs> I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Damn, man. Oh, shit. 2021, man. It's, it's We're still in this year. we still we halfway through. But actually, my birthday on Friday, guys. Yeah, really, though. Fuck yeah, man. I'll be 74. You know what I'm saying? Black don't crack. You know what I'm saying? No. 